the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year to you. Great to be back with you uh, here today, live from 3 to 5 on the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation, we talk about issues of the day from a Christian perspective on our show, and we have some fun while we're doing it, but we, we deal with the hard topics of the news and the different things going on, so we have a lot of things to talk about today. Have you ever been falsely accused and this is on my mind because they keep threatening to drop what's called the Jeffrey Epstein list. You know Jeffrey Epstein, the guy who did not commit suicide? He uh, died, officially committed suicide a while ago. That's always the, the joke. And it's pretty funny because people suspect he didn't. But uh, whatever it is, see, that could be falsely accused. I'm falsely – lots of people are are accusing people of murdering a guy who officially died uh, but we don't really know that. We don't actually know that. And this is something that's a big deal in our news, it's in our politics, but also in our regular life, that we should not accuse people falsely. Uh, the Bible has a lot to say about that. The judges shall inquire diligently, Deuteronomy 19 says, and if the witness is a false witness and has accused his brother falsely, then you shall do to him as he has meant to do to his brother. So you definitely do not want to falsely accuse in an Old Testament sort of way, or it's coming your way. Uh, And then it says, so you shall purge the evil from your midst. What's going to happen, and I'll I'll explain, if you don't even know who Jeffrey Epstein is or all of that, I'll explain that in a second. But uh, he is accused of child trafficking. There's a lot of story, a lot of detail to that, and his girlfriend, uh, he was arrested and imprisoned for that, committed suicide in prison. Uh, supposedly. And uh, his girlfriend, Jelaine Maxwell, is now in prison uh, and convicted for helping him. And one of the controversies has been that if he is actually conducting human trafficking, okay, with children on an island out there in the Atlantic Ocean, um, his own private island, where supposedly he would fly people out there and uh, they would do things that uh, you shouldn't be doing and that would be criminal to do, why don't we know who the clients are? That's the controversy, right? Why is it that we don't know who, if this was really happening, if he's guilty of it, why don't we know? So lots of people have been wanting the client list, you know, who are the clients? But it's a lot more complicated than that. And and I'm telling you this because the list that's coming out, the list that might be out now, I haven't looked, uh, but it's coming out at any moment uh, today, a big part of the list. So they say, it's not a client list. And maybe you've heard that it is. I've heard it all through the news. And the news does this weird stuff, right? It says stuff for the headlines and the clickbait, but it's not really what it is, all right? Social media especially is speculating that the judge is about to release this list of clients and co-conspirators conspirators of Jeffrey Epstein. And lots of people are talking about it. Football quarterback Aaron Rodgers got himself in a little bit of trouble because he made a smart crack about comedian Jimmy Kimmel maybe being on the list. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy or somebody back Seats there. Seats on it. Bring up Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem. Put it on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. Does that have something to do with the Epstein list that came out? 
Feels like. <laughs> Feels like. That's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look at this guy. He's been it's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this <laughs> thing. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. Now, he suggests that Jimmy Kimmel is on the list. There's a lot of celebrities who uh, people are accusing. The biggest ones are Prince Andrew, who actually settled with one of the victims, and it's very likely he was a client of uh, whatever happened there. Bill Clinton is another person who people expect to be um, maybe on such a list, if such a list exists, except that uh, that list is not what's coming out. And uh, even Donald Trump, people have wondered. And then lots of different celebrities, lots of different names, okay? So there's a political side to this because of the Clinton and Trump thing. But it might not have anything that is legitimately accusing either one of those guys of anything. All right? And does that surprise you? If you've been paying attention to the news, does it surprise you? It kind of surprised me because what I kept hearing is, oh, they're going to release this list. That could be interesting. The speculation is the list of clients isn't being released because there's powerful people on it of sort of all sides. And, uh, you know, you can understand why maybe the powers that be would not like that to uh, come out. Anyway, it's not happening. And what you just heard Aaron Rodgers do was sort of jokingly drop the Jimmy Kimmel thing. But what he accused him of doing, even if it's a joke, is participating in human trafficking of, of young girls. Well, that's not funny. Right. It's not funny. It's a serious accusation. He's he could get sued for that, especially if a uh, rumor goes around that Kimmel is involved in all of that. See, this is why we've got to be very, very careful. What's being released is a lot of it is just previously sealed court records. They are going to come out. But most of the people and most of the names that uh, you might hear are in those documents. They're not accused of anything of any wrongdoing at all. There are people who were deposed. There were people who were mentioned by people. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, if you don't know who he is, this is the Pastor Scott Show, by the way. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. He was a, uh, a very wealthy millionaire um, and a financier in uh, New York, and he knows a lot of famous people. There are pictures of people in political power, people who are Hollywood actors and people who are powerful in one way or the other, all with a many people flew on his jet. He has a private jet. Do you have a private jet? I don't have one of those. Do you have one? Uh, do you have a private jet, Wilbert? Uh, yeah, that's how I get here to work every day. I thought so. It's so, it's so noisy the way you fly over so low. But uh, I thought I thought that might be Jose, but it's you actually, turns out. Uh, you know, maybe somebody listening has one of those things, but, uh, you know, you can loan it out. Did you know that there's like an Uber service now for people's private jets. That's, that's for real. Did you know that? I've heard this before, yeah. Yeah, like you, uh, you know, like if you want to fly to uh, New York or something and they're not going anywhere, that well, it's just sitting over there on the runway at uh, Burbank Airport, and uh, you can like Uber it. I say we uh, rent one out and put your logo on the side. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I think that would cause people to wonder a little bit. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, people are doing that. So, But imagine that we did that. Imagine that we uh, got on somebody's jet and took a trip, and it was just for fun, and we kind of Ubered it. But it turned out that what that person does with that jet in his private time is something terribly illegal. And now because you flew on that jet, because you were on the flight manifest, 
and maybe you fly at several different times because you got used to that kind of way of, of traveling, uh, now you are being accused of being involved somehow in that same crime. And that's, that's what's happening to uh, many people. And maybe some of those people are guilty, right? But it's not just because they flew on the plane doesn't mean they had any knowledge even that uh, Mr. Epstein was involved in anything terrible. Right. So that's that's something I think that we should be aware of. And in particular, just with our conversations, this is obviously a, you know, kind of a national story and people have a lot of things to say about it. Um, but he's this kind of guy who was very rich and uh, he had a lot of people flying on his plane. And uh, you kind of do that if you rubbing shoulders with certain people. But if you didn't go out to that island, then you probably aren't involved in anything. And if you even if you did, it doesn't prove anything, but it does look pretty bad. And there is an, a suggestion of certain high-level people that have been accused where probably some people maybe who are rich and famous are involved, but we don't know. And that's a really important thing. And what's going to happen is whatever this list comes out, unless it, unless it does say this person is accused or unless it does say this person was a client, if it doesn't say that, then you've got to be very careful with not accusing somebody of a crime just because they're in proximity of a criminal. That's an important thing, right? That's an important, I, one time in church, uh, I had somebody accusing somebody else of church of, um, of sexual crimes. Okay. And openly doing it and saying this to all kinds of people, you know, so-and-so over there, you know, you're like, you're having your coffee and donut and you come up and you meet this guy. And he says, you know, hi, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so and Hey, that guy over there, stay away from him. Uh, he is a, uh, you know, and literally that's what was happening. And the guy he was accusing was an attorney, right? And that guy, when he found out about it, you know, came to my office, livid mad, as you can imagine. And, uh, I had to go back and say, you've got to stop saying that because this guy, first of all, it's wrong to just falsely accuse somebody. You need to go talk to him if you think so. And secondly, he's going to sue the pants off of you. Probably not the right metaphor there, but uh, he's going to sue you and uh, he's going to have a case called slander, right? You cannot do that. Um, and we've we've got to be a a people who wants to have the truth. And I'm somebody, and maybe you're somebody who's been falsely accused of things. And I've probably falsely accused people, or I've thought it for sure, if I've never actually done it. I've wondered, sometimes I've been right, but other times I've been wrong. And biblically speaking, it's, you know, it's one of the commandments, don't bear false witness. It is throughout the law of the Old Testament. You see the heart of God there that says, hey, do not bear false witness against your neighbor. This is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Steve in El Monte, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Uh, it got delayed. Oh, they delayed uh, the... Uh... Yep, it's on to the 22nd of January. Well, I heard uh, that they're going to release oh. everybody except a couple of names today like that originally it was delayed until the 22nd but it turns out that uh, only a couple of names will be delayed uh, well the last update that i've read is it's going to be until the 22nd because one of the victims claims that she'll be in danger if this information got released that's right so, so the, the judge it. the judge allowed people whose names appear to appeal it to say hey if this is going to cause you danger or something, you can appeal it. Now, what is your expectation, Steve? You know, what I'm trying to explain is that what I think a lot of people think this list is, is not what it is. What's your expectation of this list? Well, you know, you have to look at it in in multiple ways. If Trump was on that list, 
you better believe none of this would have been out today. I think, if, <laughs> I think if there was criminal, yeah, I think you're right. If there, if if it were only, if there were certain people on there, <laughs> it would have leaked somehow a long time ago. It, it, it would have came out because they're going after that man like they ain't no tomorrow. Yeah, but so it, what if it's – it could be lots of – whatever the list is. And that's the thing I want to be careful of is I think people are expecting this list to to name some high-profile people or political leaders as – suspects in what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. But what I'm reading is that we should expect is mostly not that, that even if Donald Trump's, in fact, Donald Trump's name is in it and Bill Clinton's name is in it, for example, but neither one of them are accused of a crime in it. That's what uh, so far has been leaked. And that's probably true of the rest of them, which doesn't mean they weren't involved, but it just means they were they were interviewed or deposed because they knew him or were friends of him at some point. Well, did you read that King Charles wants to pass the crown to his son already? And a lot of people are suspecting that he's going to be on that list. Oh, I have not, I have not read that, actually. But see, that's what I, I'm yep. saying is that we, we and I appreciate uh, your call, Steve, on that, is that there's a lot of people who have this kind of... Uh, information that we think might be true, Prince Charles, but I've not heard that. And I don't think we know, right? And I and I also think we don't, I also think that what's about to be released, whether it happens today or in future days, what I'm warning about is I don't think this is the list that people think it is, but there's a lot of people who think it is that list. And there are a lot of accusations that people have made based upon people's proximity or pictures with this guy. So uh, Epstein was very well known in New York, and if you were somebody in New York like Donald Trump or Bill Clinton, who's after the you know after his presidency moved to New York, his wife was a senator in New York. You were going to have uh, your picture taken with that guy. He was probably donating to your campaign, or you hung out with him at whatever you know wherever rich people go to hang out, you know wherever that is, uh, and you probably flew on his plane. Um, that's uh, what's happening. See, it's super interesting to realize how many stories are out there, but where's the, where's the proof? Where is, and it matters because this can happen to you or to me. You know, there's a lot of things that we're seeing in our country right now that are significant to not just those people involved. Uh, Steve mentioned, you know, all the people coming after Donald Trump, you know, and all those Trump court cases, the thing to keep in mind is it's not just about Donald Trump, that decisions that might get made in these court cases are decisions that can impact all of us in different ways, because court cases are then used as precedent for how to apply certain laws later, how to apply the rights that you have later and when you lose them. And it's, you know, we want the truth to come out and not to have a political agenda or a false agenda become the ruling because now you have precedent, something that is in the system, in the law, that is not based on reality, that is not based on something true. And if that's the case, then it will be misapplied then to other people that could be you, could be me, could be your other favorite political candidate or actor or somebody that you like. This is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888 888-528-2557. Uh, and if you are one of the girls, you know, who are uh, who are a part of that, you don't want your name out there either if you've managed to uh, keep some anonymity. You don't want to be you know, publicly known forever as somebody who was 
uh, trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. So those are the names, by the way, that probably will still be withheld uh, most of the time. I think that we're in such an uh, atmosphere of uh, mistrust that whose ever name is pulled off of there, we're going to say it's somebody famous, right? People are going to say all kinds of stuff. I think as Christians, this is something that I think every, this is true for everybody, but specifically since we're, we are looking at things from a Christian perspective, it is important that we realize how, that we need to be very careful about how we accuse other people of wrongdoing. Uh, and all throughout the Bible, obviously, uh, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not, Exodus 23, you shall not spread a false report. Um, you shall not join hands with a wicked man to be a malicious witness, right? Malicious witnesses are witnesses who know that they're telling a lie, who know that what they're saying is not actually true. Um, sometimes there are witnesses who say things when they believe that they're true and they're wrong. That's one thing. But a malicious witness is somebody who knows that what they're saying is false and they are using it to leverage some kind of power or some kind of personal vendetta or whatever it is. Uh, And all throughout the scripture, you see this about getting rid of, in 1 Peter, for example, put away all malice and all deceit and all hypocrisy and all envy and all slander, all of it. Um, It just creates harm. It creates division. It is, and it also lets innocent people go free, or guilty people go free sometimes, because your your opinion about something might be correct. You might have a thought about people who were affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein, and maybe they you think they were involved. Um, you know, President Clinton has a lot of people who think he's involved for various reasons, but part of it is because he had another scandal, you know, while he was president. Part of it is because he has a, a history in his character. Um, same thing about some things that Donald Trump is accused of. But those things that those guys have done or other people who might be in the list, don't, it doesn't mean that they had anything to do with Epstein's crimes, right? You can't make that connection without actual proof. And if you're doing that, it's, it's wrong. It's about malice. It's about envy and slander. And these are things that destroy relationships. They destroy churches. They destroy uh, entire communities and countries. You know, something, I'll bet if you asked your pastor, you know, would you rather have a church full of people who uh, struggle with um, crime, burglary, you know, sexual uh, adultery or fornication or other things, and that's what your people struggle with? Or would you like to have a church that struggles with slander and gossip and envy? Uh, I'll bet you'd pick the first one. I would. Because, you know, those, you know, they're pretty clear cut. You know, most of the time people don't have too much to argue about those. But when it's slander or gossip, you know, people think they're right. And not only do people think they're right, they think they have a right. And those things are so destructive, incredibly destructive, particularly in a family or a body of people where you just sort of accuse people of this and that. And you don't know, you don't go to the person, you don't keep it private. Bible's full of the the path to dealing with somebody who you need to accuse, somebody who you think is guilty of sin, even if it's a leader, you know, if somebody in your church says, oh, you know, one of the leaders in our church, the pastor or an elder or somebody is involved in yada, 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 uh, they don't have a right to tell you that at all, biblically. They should go to the pastor with another person with evidence and accuse. 
and deal with it there. And if there's nothing to it, then it needs to go away and never be spoken of. If there is something to it, the then the pastor or the church leader has to deal with it and has to deal with it publicly based upon their leadership. But it's a standard that you have to get there to, the scriptures say. 888-528-2557, Pastor Scott Show. Ted in L.A., Happy New Year, Ted. Happy New Year, Ted, City of the Angels, and um, happy belated Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Ted. Just a few um, seconds here, Ted. Uh, yes, you know, New King James, uh, but now I have written to you to not keep company with anybody named a brother who is uh, sexually immoral or, or co- covetous or an, an adulterer or a reviler or a drunkard or an extortioner not to even eat with such a person. And we pulled the Ten Commandments, and now you got judges that, that have no accountability. And uh, I, I feel sorry for them if Jesus comes back tomorrow. They're all in a lot of trouble. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Ted, i got to take a break. Appreciate your call. This is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557. We'll talk about uh, due process a little bit when we come back. You can follow me on social media at Pastor Scott Show. Give me a follow now. We'll be back as the Wednesday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Do you have any concern uh, taking Trump off the ballot risks tearing, tearing the country apart? My duty under Maine election law and the Constitution and the oath I swore to the Constitution is was to look exclusively at the hearing and the evidence before me and make a decision based on the law. Neither political considerations nor personal considerations for my safety could enter into that decision. I had a duty and an obligation to follow the Constitution, as do all of us who serve in government. That is Maine Secretary of State Sheena Bellows talking about how over the weekend she uh, by herself decided to not allow Donald Trump to appear on the main ballots. However, it's another issue where uh, we're talking in the, before the break. This is Pastor Scott Show, by the way. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We're talking before the break about how people have the wrong idea about this uh client list of Jeffrey Epstein uh, getting released um, because it's not a client list. It's just names in a trial that happened several years ago. Um, And most of the people, if not all of the people, aren't accused of anything. They're just people who are names who might have come up in conversation, in depositions. But it's not a client list, right? And there's just all this hoopla, especially on social media, like, oh, we're finally going to get to see who his clients were. Well, you're not. And an interesting thing also with the Donald Trump cases is they're often misrepresented um, when you actually go and you read the text. Both Sheena Bellows, what she wrote in taking him off the list, at the bottom of it, she stays her own decision and says he's still on the list pending uh, a Supreme Court decision. So actually, he's not removed from the ballot in Maine, and he's also not removed from the ballot in Colorado because the Colorado decision also said that we expect the Supreme Court will um, weigh in on this and gave a date, said that it will be stayed until January 4th, uh, which is tomorrow, unless the Trump people appeal to the Supreme Court, in which case it'll be stayed until the Supreme Court decides. And so at the moment, neither state has taken Donald Trump off the ballot or anybody else. Somebody I read, I don't know who it is. Somebody else got taken off the ballot somewhere else, but none of that is happening um, until the Supremes um, rule on it. I don't feel like that's how it's being portrayed, though. 
Am I right? Then, oh, Donald Trump has taken off the ballot. And you keep hearing this. You know, but, yeah, and in a way, it's it's partially true, right, is that if the Supremes uh, ignore it, if they decide not to decide, well, then maybe it will happen. But, of course, they're going to decide. They're going to have to get involved uh, on this question. Um, you know, the 14th Amendment says that you can't run for office if you were in office and you are an insurrectionist. And so what's happened in Colorado by the Supreme Court by a vote of four to three said he's an insurrectionist, so he shouldn't be on the ballot. And then Sheena Bellows, just by herself as secretary of state, said, I think he's an insurrectionist. Looking at all the evidence, I think he should be off the ballot. Um, But both acknowledge that the the Supremes uh, have to uh, weigh in on this. And it's a big deal. We were talking about, you know, the way you accuse people being falsely accused, or even there's also improperly accused. You know, some people are probably guilty with Jeffrey Epstein. What happens if somebody is accused of something that they really did, but the way they're accused is is not right? Um, on The View, uh, I would say here is Sarah that- Haynes on The View gave this opinion, not that we want to play much of what happens on The View, but I think I that she's right. I would say here is that I actually agree with Governor Gavin Newsom and David Axelrod, these are Democrats, leading Democrats, that say this would really cause a division that's almost insurmountable. And as someone that believes January 6th was that bad, wait one second. So what are you saying? Just one second. I don't think, one, I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold this. I think they're going to overturn it, and it won't just be the originalists. I bet it's a 9-0 vote. I actually don't think they will hold this. So you think think they should leave it to the voters or not? I think they should leave it to the voters. But I think the the division this will cause, because what will happen is that martyrdom will be one step more. We have a nation that doesn't believe in in democracy, doesn't believe in the... Now, she goes off the rails there at the end. You know, I think we are a nation that believes in democracy. I don't think that part's right. And I don't think it's about leaving it to the voters, really, because I think what it is, is where's the due process on insurrection? Who gets to call Donald Trump an insurrectionist and make it stick constitutionally? What happens if in some red state, a secretary of state decides, you know what, I think President Biden is guilty of treason. I think that he's selling out our country to Ukraine through his son's uh, businesses and all of that. I think it's true. Therefore, he's off the ballot. Or what if some uh, secretary of state or a Supreme Court in another state says, hey, you know what? I think that uh, President Biden is guilty of treason because of the way he's handling the border. So he's off the ballot. You know, who gets to make the decision? That's that is what is uh, at stake here at that. And I do agree that if uh, my opinion is if that sticks that way. Uh, we're in all kinds of trouble because I think you're going to see that. I think you're going to see people for political reasons uh, remove other people from ballots in all sorts of different races, right, just because it fits the political agenda. Right down to the school boards, right? You're you're hearing, you know, people on school boards are um, – are you know parents who think that schools ought to let them know if their child is transitioning or goes by a different name, um, parents who think that that's legitimate, or if you're a school board candidate and you think that's the way, but the state thinks that it's a hate crime for a teacher to do that, I guess you're guilty of a hate crime then, right? So then you're off the ballot. You know, I guess that you're not qualified to run for, you can't do that. You know, you have to have... Um, you have to have some kind of due process. And I think that that is, and by that I mean there has to be some kind of trial. And incidentally, with the, this is what I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but if I were to predict, the number one thing I think the Supreme Court would like to do is not decide about any of this, to find some way to keep the status quo without deciding. I think they like that. And I think being that it's an election year and they're already involved with the election, 
no matter what happens, people are going to say, well, the Supremes interfered with the election. You know, either side could say that and it's bad. But um, I think that they're probably going to say that the Constitution uh, requires due process and that due process, they could interpret that the due process has to be done by Congress because the 14th Amendment indicates that, although I don't think it's terribly clear. And the thing is, is that Congress already did. They charged President Trump when they impeached him with insurrection, and then the Senate acquitted him. And whether you think that's legit or not, obviously impeachments are political trials, but whether you think that's the, the remedy, it's been done. He's already been actually acquitted of this in that court. And that, there's a whole lot of uh, issues here, but it is, uh, it is telling us something about the necessity of process when somebody's accused of something. The necessity of you can't just empower somebody or even empower yourself in a personal relationship to be the judge and jury of somebody else's behavior uh, unless you are the judge and jury, right? Um, now, you, there are some places where you do have that. You're the parent, right? You've got to figure out how to parent your kid, and you're the police officer, but you still have laws, and the citizen still has the ability to challenge those things. There's a process somewhere. 888-528-2557, Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. Don in Santa Monica, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, Scott, um, you know, um, people like mafia figures, uh, they take advantage of democracies because they know that they'll get due process, that sort of thing. They plead the Fifth Amendment. And we cannot afford to just be fools and allow people to walk all over us. Donald Trump has done everything in his power to um, bend and break and, and, and twist the laws to his advantage. I think he's a son of lawlessness. Well, what's the solution, though, like with him or mafia figures or anybody else that you feel like is guilty of something? Do we just say, you know, because you're in the mafia, I don't think you get Fifth Amendment privileges? That's not the point. The point is that you have a pattern that shows a, a character of, of a predator. You cannot afford. But see, you're to making them. you're making a judgment based on what you see on television. I, I, but well, there's I'm been no. But there's been I'm, no. Yes, you are. What, what, why it's, can't you make a judgment? You have. Well, to you judgment. you can right. But the the Constitution says that a person's rights cannot be taken away without due process. It doesn't say. He, he, it doesn't say. This whole thing is. His whole thing is delay, delay, delay. I'm sure it is, and he's doing it through the process. I'm not saying it's it's he's it's the right advantage of every rule. But doesn't he have a right to? I'm not even defending what you're accusing him of. But doesn't he have a right to no, that? No, he doesn't. I don't. Think you don't he think does so? Because no, because we're we're not a suicide cult. We're does Je- does does Joe Biden have a right? Does Joe Biden have a right, or can Joe he just Biden be accused? Falsely accused, and the Trump. Okay, Trump but but see, that's that's the Don Don. There are half the people in the country have the exact opposite opinion of you, that that Trump, Trump is innocent and that Biden is guilty. Trump. Wait a minute. No, no, no. See, what I'm saying is your opinion of those two guys is the opposite of the other half of the country. Half the country thinks like you. The other half doesn't. Both guys are, are should have due process, and I'm sure that both guys, and they have, will manipulate the law to their advantage. Uh, Scott, you know, you want to be fools? Go ahead and follow this guy off the cliff. Well, I'm not. Be, I'm, I'm not a fool. But, but do you think Donald Trump? But do you? Com, so you think it, it, it lays out the case for him about, according to the prophecies and the mystery clues about this guy, and he fills every single one of them to a. T. Wait a minute, are you saying he's the Antichrist? 
Oh, he is absolutely the Antichrist. All right, Don. Don, uh, Don, let me tell you something about the Antichrist. He's going to be a lot more popular, unfortunately, than Donald Trump. Uh, Don, appreciate your call and your listening. See, Don makes that point that I'm trying to make, is that you have political points of view between, say, Trump and Biden in this case, where people don't agree. And you can't just, without process, convict either one of them without some kind of process, just because you think so. And you certainly can't if you're... That's the problem here with what we're seeing, is that if you're the Secretary of State, can you just say Biden can't be on the ballot because I think he's guilty of treason? Looks like it is. There's a lot of there's a lot of evidence. I think Biden will be impeached. I don't think he will be convicted or removed from office, but I think the Republicans are going to convict him. There will be a trial. There's a lot of evidence of lots of stuff, but I'm not sure that they're going to that it's going to be so clear that the Democrats in the Senate are going to convict. I think but I think that that people's opinions are going to be strong on it. But you have to have a process. Even for guys who are in the mafia, even for people who do the worst crimes, who are completely guilty, it's, it is the core to any civilization that you have to have a justice system that works, and you can't just arbitrarily call somebody the Antichrist, or um, which, by the way, I don't think Trump is the Antichrist or Joe Biden, just so that we're really clear on that. I think one day, whenever the Antichrist is on the scene, he's going to be immensely popular. That's how he gets to be in that role. I got to take a break. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. I'll get to your call, JT and others, as the Wednesday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. We've been talking about the issues of uh, of accusations and due process. And, you know, how do you deal with it? Even in a personal level, when somebody you think has done something wrong, how do you deal with it? And, of course, we get into the politics of the Epstein list, maybe or maybe not being released today. And actually, people not understanding that it's not a client list. Uh, so there will be people whose names might appear in that list who, in social media anyway, will get accused of crimes, terrible crimes, just because their name's on the list, even though they had nothing to do with it. And uh, you have the issue of Donald Trump being removed from ballots for insurrection that he has not been convicted of. Who gets to decide that? Well, the Supremes are going to decide that. And then you have even people who are Republicans who are saying, hey, if you can kick Donald Trump off the ballot without a trial, then we can kick Joe Biden off the ballot without a trial because he's committed treason because he has been manipulated by money from uh, Ukraine and China and Russia that has come through multiple different uh, um Multiple different, what are they called? Uh, shell corporations. How many shell corporations do you have, uh, Wilbert, Jose? Do you guys have shell corporations? I have at least 10. You have at least 10. What do you do with them? Uh, you know, I just. You I, probably I shouldn't say. all my money in different. I have out of seas bank accounts. No. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> you know, what do you, what do people do with those you know, things? Well, radio money. then we can just accuse you of uh, treason. You have these accounts. You must be doing something wrong. Well, there is nothing to stop that if there's not some kind of due process. And it's going to be chaos if, if that happens. It's going to be chaos anyway. But, you know, that chaos can go into real life, you know, when people start accusing each other of things and families and stuff without the uh, process, without a conversation, without bringing in witnesses, which the Bible is all about, by the way, with whenever we have crimes and things. 888-528-2557, JT in Hermosa Beach. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. 
Hey, Pastor Scott. All right. Well, maybe the maybe everybody should just stand up there in the voice of Dick Nixon and say, "We are not a crook," you know, or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting. It's a it's a very interesting comparison because uh, you know when he said he said, you know, I think Americans would like to know if their president is a crook. Hey, pretty well, good. You're almost going to be like Rich Little well, the way you go with well, that. Well, I'm not a crook. Well, you know, it turned out later that he kind of was, right? However, you know, it people defended him rightly so until the evidence came out of uh, right. 18 and a half minutes erased from that tape and the tapes themselves. Right. Um, right. And then, then his own party said, hey, uh, you got to go. Uh, that, and you know what, Pastor Scott, there was no expletive for it at the time. Seriously, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's a joke. They said an explanation. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I, I have a sense of humor that goes back to that period when people used to skewer people like Rowan and Martin's laugh and even the Smothers Brothers and the Dean Martin roast. And there was funny jokes on there that were not or shouldn't have been offensive, but people can't even laugh anymore. But, yeah, what you're saying is true. The, on the, the problem with this generation is that they don't have a sense of history, and it's not just the young people, but it's these Generation Xers and Boomers and even a lot of the older people. They, they, they speak with emotion, but they don't speak with facts, okay? Yeah. You ever watch Columbo? You don't know if he's a D or an R, a Democrat or Republican. He goes with fact, and it doesn't matter because it's not part of the story, like Perry Mason or Matlock or Kojak or any classic show where there's a sleuth. They're concerned with two words – a, a T word, which is truth, and F, which is the F word, not the other F word, but facts, and then the T word, truth. And so you see them working their way through it and gathering the information. And that's how we should approach these types of things rather than just getting emotional and angry about this and name-calling people. That's stupid, you know? Yeah, and we have to be patient because, it, you know, in time, things come out. Um, and if you are impatient, then you do things that actually can hinder the justice system working against somebody who's actually guilty, uh, where they they get off because you did something stupid with the evidence, and now that a guilty person goes free because of a process, right? Well, you're right. You're right. No, I agree with you. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Sorry about that. I was going to make another point, but go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, that's that's the point I was making there, is that that, we talked about this yesterday a little bit, that one of the university Mm -hmm. problems that is brought out by a book uh, called The Coddling of the American Mind is that we are teaching that emotional reasoning is how we should make decisions, meaning if I feel like you're guilty of something, then you are guilty. And that's wrong. That's upside down. That's one of the reasons we are in so much trouble is that, you know, with the the caller we had in the last segment who feels that Donald Trump is completely guilty, that he does not deserve any due process, even Fifth Amendment, or and he said mm-hmm. mafia people don't deserve it. And, you know, those guys are murderers and stuff. I'm sure that uh, there's there's so much injustice that's going on there. But you can't just get rid of a process because you believe, even if you're right, that that person is guilty. Well, Michael Francis knows a thing or two about this. You know who he is. No, you know. Who's, who's that? Michael Francis used to be with the Gambino family. He's a Christian, and he's spoken publicly. He's friends with Daryl Strawberry, Pastor Steve oh, yeah, okay, okay. and others have met yeah. him. But see, he does a podcast. So when he talks about the the assassination of President Kennedy, there was a lot of evidence that was covered up at the time, and Mark Lane wrote a book called Rush to Judgment as a Lawyer and pointed out that, uh, you know, a lot of discrepancies, you know, some, you know, so things came out. The Tonkin Gulf, which, you know, President Johnson used, which turned out to be a lie, and we got into Vietnam with troops going in there, and we had Watergate, we've had Iran-Contra, we've had so many things, even 
discrepancies about these other wars we've been in. So things come out in documents, declassified documents, and there's been you know Nightline in 2020, and uh, you know and and um, you know and, and 60 Minutes over the years that did a bang up job where they brought out evidence of assassinations and crimes and cover-ups and uh, scandals that we didn't know about earlier because they were covered up by high level of people who knew how to do that mm-hmm. so there have been you know these types of behaviors but this is so but that's that's evidence that's coming out where there are names there are there are, there are statements there's dna you know there's hair and tissue samples and all that that comes out so so you you have some evidence to show that there's been that there was something that wasn't we were there was a uh, there was a cover up to begin with or yeah. there was foul play and then you but have a process this, to right. organize what to do with that evidence and that yeah, matters and, and and in this case and going to all close here is that when people accuse somebody of being like in the case of the antichrist those of us who study the bible or you know are familiar with you know revelation know that this you know neither you know, uh, whatever their flaws are, that neither Trump or Biden are the Antichrist, first of all, and you sh- we shouldn't name-call people and erroneously, you know, um, you know, apply that to them when it doesn't apply. But in sticking to the facts, okay, if it turns out that these guys are, are guilty of criminal crimes, let it be based on evidence, but not on, not emotionalism and, and, and on emotionalism, you know, and, and, and name-calling, and right? That, that matters at every level, even in our interpersonal relationships. Uh, it matters a lot. You are so yeah. right. JT, yeah. appreciate your call. I want to get to one Thank more you. call here before we go. Here, Shelly in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes, Pastor Scott. I have a, um, a question. I would like for you to um, give me your um, opinion on uh, uh, what you would, uh, how would you explain this? Uh, Jeremiah 10, 1 to 5. It's political, it's commercial. Uh, um, I would just like to see your point, hear your point of view of it. My, well, Jeremiah ten one through five. You know what? I'd have to study that a little bit. So, uh, you know, Shelley, why don't you? I'll try to remember that maybe for Friday's show when we do uh, Open Line Friday. And we talk about anything, and uh, so I can actually go take a look at all of that. I appreciate you listening, uh, Shelley. And remember, on Fridays, as we we try to take calls on basically any subject like that, and uh, you know, I can take a look at that. You know, when we look at these issues, you know, we get into the the politics and the emotion of it, you know, something that it's going to matter this year a lot, accusations that fly, and and, uh, we're seeing this more and more in our national politics, right, is is a lot of emotional accusations, but not a lot of facts. We're seeing that in so much of what's happening in the Israel and Gaza war. We're seeing that in uh, even with the Ukraine thing and uh, pretty much anything else, stuff at the border, and we're going to talk about that a little bit in the next half an hour. But you know what I I want people to realize too is that in your own relationships, in your workplace, in your families, even with friends, we accuse each other of things. Sometimes even just in our heart, but sometimes openly through gossip or other stuff that's very emotional, and it can be wrong. And if it's you know if you're accusing somebody and you're correct, you know the goal ultimately is is restoration and reconciliation that it isn't to destroy that person in your life who maybe has done something wrong to you. It's to bring them into the light so that they have the opportunity to apologize so that you can forgive them. And you got to forgive them anyway, which is another hard topic. But you you don't want to be in a position where you need to forgive somebody of something they didn't actually even do. But in your heart, you think they did. That means that actually they need to forgive you because you're the sinner. We 
are living in a time when we do let our emotions carry what we think is fact. And that is something that has even been taught. I mentioned that that um, the idea that we should always trust our feelings. Um, you should run your feelings through the your brain as much as possible, right? You wrestle through your feelings and your feelings might be leading you to the truth, but they also can lead you to untruths. You know, they, they really can. That's why there's process. The Bible is is very clear that we don't make false charges against each other, that we take our grievances when we have them about somebody in our life to that person. And especially if that person, we well, do it to anybody, but if that person is in authority, that doesn't give you license to take it to other people. Uh, you don't take it to your small group in prayer time. You know, you don't say, uh, you know, we need to pray for Scott. He is such a pig. Let me tell you why. And then you just blast them. And then, you know, that happens sometimes, right? You don't do that. That creates so much distress. So when we see the things happening in the news, and we're going to see a lot of it, we talked this hour about the Epstein thing and the Donald Trump um, being thrown off the ballot and those kinds of things. The questions around those things are going to be process, and the questions are going to be, do we even know what's being said correctly? We need to, otherwise we are being misinformed and we could be misinforming others. We do our best here on the Pastor Scott Show to make those things clear, and that's what we do. We take a look at issues of the day and look at them from a Christian perspective. Great hour, everybody. Appreciate your calls. And uh, when we come back, we're going to ask this question. Um, California is going to be giving health care to people who are here illegally. Uh, Good decision, bad decision. How do you even do that? This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow us on social media. Just go to at Pastor Scott Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or Twitter X, and uh, Facebook at Pastor Scott Show. We'll see you in just a few minutes as the Wednesday show, Pastor Scott Show, continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 